This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 35 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. The Morgan Horse and the people who love them. We would like to thank our sponsor, Equestrian Collections. Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shoppings to your fingertips. You can visit them at equestriancollections.com. Welcome to the Stable School, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell or hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. So sit on down and laugh till your poop, cause it's time again for Stable School. Stable School. Stable School. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show. And we have a special co-host today, Julie Broadway. She's the Executive Director of the American Morgan Horse Association. Hi, Julie. Hi, Helena. And we're so excited to be with you this afternoon. Oh, that's great, because we're really happy to have you. Yeah, this is kind of fun. We're, we're actually, this is the first one of these we've done, and, and uh, Morgan's are first. We thought that we would start highlighting some some breeds as we go along here, and we, uh, your, your, your name actually came up in conversation I had one day, and I said, let's do Morgan's first. So here we are. And, and, and they're such an eager breed, you know? Yes. They're just such a lively, <laughs> like, what a great way to open the whole breed thing with a Morgan. I, I think it's very appropriate because the breed has been around for so many years, and you're right. We are the first one to come to the front of the stall. We're very personable. <laughs> We love this kind of thing. Yeah, they're always eager to get going. That's right. <laughs> well, uh, before we get started talking about Morgan's, Helena, uh, there's mm-hmm. a couple of things we probably should go over. Obviously, today's show is about Morgan's, and we have uh, many special guests lined up that Julie was so kind to line up for us, and they're all Morgan-related, so that'll be fun uh, coming up here a little bit later. And also, we wanted to remind everybody of Rolex's next week, the Rolex Kentucky three-day event in Lexington, where I live. And we will be covering the show with the eventing radio show. We'll be doing daily podcasts. And we're very excited to know that Helena's coming down on Friday and going to make her first trek to Rolex. So it's going to be great to have you here. I am just stupid with excitement. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be here for what? You'll be here for cross country and jumping. I'll be right. Yeah. Cross country and stadium. And then I'm going to stick around for a little while and do some sightseeing and horse shopping with Jen. Well, I'll tell you what, you're going to have a blast because it is definitely, you're going to fall in love. You're going to want to move here. I guarantee you. Uh, well, gonna, yeah, that's what uh, uh, Jennifer said. I know. We, we, that we know you. So we're glad to have you come down. And, of course, we're going to have to get you on the air sometime Saturday or Sunday, do a little interview, see how you're enjoying things. And that'll be for the Eventing Radio Show at eventingradio.com. We also wanted to mention our giveaway. Uh, don't forget that we have a couple of items that we're giving away this month from Equestrian Collections. They were kind enough to donate a $75 gift certificate 
for equestriancollections.com. You can uh, win that at the end of this month. These uh, giveaways are monthly. You can sign up right over at stablescoop.com. There's a link on the right-hand side of the page there. Just It's free. It's easy. Sign up. And there we have a second item that we're also giving away, actually three more, and that's we're giving away three custom stall plates donated by easysignsonline.com. They're the leading farm sign company in America. So we will, we will have three winners with uh, three personalized stall plates. You can choose what you want on it and anything you want in a multitude of colors and, and whatever text. So uh, we thank EasySignsOnline.com for donating those and for Equestrian Collections for donating the gift certificate to buy anything you want on their massive website. All right. Well, that's, I think, all the business we have to do here, Helena. Let's yep. talk about Morgans. We have a lot lined up for today. Who are going to be our guests here in a, a little later? All right. So today we have, in addition to Julie Broadway, our guest co-host and the executive director of the American Morgan Horse Association, we have Donna Crookston, who's a championship driver. And representing Team Morgan on a recent trip to South Africa, we have Bryn Cummings. And the winner of American Morgan Horse Association Youth Essay Contest, fourth grader Christy Little. Plus, we've got a bit about the Horse Radio Network's coverage of Rolex Kentucky three-day event. All right. Julie, tell us a little bit about the history of Morgans and Morgans in America. Certainly. Uh, You may be aware that Justin Morgan was a teacher, uh, a composer, a businessman, and a horseman who came to Randolph, Vermont from Springfield, Massachusetts in 1788. In 1789, he acquired a bay colt named Figure, and Figure grew with a very compact, muscular body and a very stylish way of moving that impressed a lot of pioneer farmers and settlers, and soon the tales of his beauty, his strength, his speed, his endurance just spread across the New England area, and his ability to out-walk, out-trot, out-run, out-pull was just legendary. Um, And his most valuable asset was his ability to pass on his distinguishing characteristics, not only to his offspring, but through several generations. And as was the practice of the day, the owner's former name became the name of the horse. Thus, figure became Justin Morgan. Huh. I didn't know that. That's right. I did. (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I read everything everybody's ever published. So... Now, Julie, you're the executive director of the American Morgan Horse Association. When was that association started and why? Uh, We are celebrating 100 years as an organization this year. Wow, congratulations. Big big birthday party. Um, It was originally founded as the American Morgan Horse Club, and the mission of the organization is to preserve, perpetuate, and promote the breed. Um, And we have a a little over 9,000 members across the nation. And we have Morgans in over 20 foreign countries. Well, now you wow. said you, you have 9,000 members. Now, uh, do you know how many horses, Morgan horses are registered? We have, um, to date, we have registered about 178,000 Morgans. Wow. And um, as is, and you can edit this out if you need to, but quite frequently people don't report deaths. So we don't think we have quite that many living. Okay. <laughs> so we're, we're Is that worldwide right, or just in the U.S.? That's in the U.S. So okay. we're thinking we have about 95,000 living Morgans. Okay. What do you do? What exactly is your objective as the executive director? Like, what is, what's a day in the life of Julie look like when it comes to the objective of the American Morgan Horse Association? 
Well, the American Morgan Horse Association and my role as the executive director is to provide programs and services for our members and to also help promote the breed. We have um, five departments. I have a registry department, which handles all the transactions of registering or transferring horses, whatever's necessary. Um, we have a publications department, which puts out a newsletter for our members, and we also put out a, a lovely official breed journal, a lovely magazine. Uh, we have a membership department, which handles all types of programs and contests and different kinds of things, the uh, services for our members. And then we have kind of the overhead uh, areas, like accounting and, you know, those kinds of things. So now... Morgans are a versatile breed, and, and they're used for many different things. But what, what are most common? What are the most common things that Morgans are used for as far as competitions or, or that kind of thing? Oh, goodness. Now, that, that's a tough question to answer, Glenn. Um, Morgans are really known for their compact, muscular body and their stylish way of moving, which, which means that they're ideal for things like driving. So you're going to hear more from Donna Crookston about that. Uh, we have a really great working relationship with the American Driving Society. Uh, but Morgans are used in all facets of showing. Um, we, of course, have English and Western. We have dressage. We also have um, a large number that compete in hunter-jumper. We have reining. Um, I can just go on and on with all the various ways the Morgan is used. Well, I didn't realize the reining thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. Um, how are Morgans at jumping? Uh, actually, I think Morgans are very competitive in jumping, and of course, I'm a little biased. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> okay, name one thing a Morgan's bad at. Ooh, um, they mm. can't turn down treats. Oh, <laughs> spoken Sorry, like guys. a true executive director. Yeah, she, that was pretty good. I'm impressed. Yeah. You're hired. <laughs> So now you have some really cool programs that you have going on right now, and I know you have one of them for the WEG called Morgan Idol. Yeah. Tell us about that. Well, this is kind of a little spin off the whole idea behind the American Idol competition and the TV show that folks are familiar with. Um, But what we're trying to do is we're trying to um, identify really um, compelling, powerful performances or acts um, that we could suggest to the FEI, um, World Equestrian Games Committee, to consider as part of the um, performances in Kentucky in 2010. Uh, right now, we have four entries in our competition. We have a cowboy-mounted shooting, which is quite interesting. Um, we have several dressage participants that would like to do um, an exhibition of that nature. Um, and then we have uh, another performance that is a driving um, performance and one that I believe is a side saddle performance. Okay. And, so- what ha- and what happens is they come and they audition at one of our regional shows. Oh, okay, so they actually the- do audition. They do audition, and the audience receives a ballot, and they get to vote and oh, get wow. some feedback. And then we tabulate the scores, and the top places will be um, asked to come to our Grand National and World Championship Morgan Horse Show in Oklahoma City in October to perform for that audience. And then from that, uh, there we will um, identify an act um, that we would like to uh, suggest to the FEI World Equestrian Games Committee. Wow, that's really cool. That What a creative cool. idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I and how say, much we're fun to be? A lot of fun with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And as a contestant, that would be fun too. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit different than your average horse show, you know. Well, and it gets the audience involved. I really like that aspect of it. Uh, 
Yeah, because usually we're just sitting along the rail speculating and criticizing. Right. <laughs> now we get to actually <laughs> right. have a say. No, this is great. I think that's a fantastic idea, and that's called Morgan Idol. And uh, well, that's great. Uh, you know, we need to get our first guest on here because we have three of them lined up and we want to make sure they all get time. We're, we're getting Christy Little on first. Can you tell us a little bit about how, how the contest that she was involved in and, and what that whole story was? Well, I could try to contain my enthusiasm, but you're going to love Christy Little. Okay. Um, this year we had a Win a Morgan Horse essay contest. Um, We had a number of applicants, and in addition to providing a wonderful essay, Christy videotaped um, a presentation, and she chose to be a radio personality like yourself, and she interviewed callers and um, videotaped this entire segment, and it is just adorable. It's out on Club Equestrian, and she just greatly impressed us. She's nine years old. She's in the fourth grade, and she's just over the moon about the horse that she won. His name is CBMS Walk the Line, and appropriately so, um, he's called Cash after Johnny Cash. Oh, oh, she wants our job, story. Lena. What's She's going to want our job. Yeah. I love it. She, <laughs> she deserves it. I can't wait to talk to her. All right, let's get Christy on the phone here. Okay, Christy, so first of all, tell us, how is Cash doing? Is he happy in his new home? Yeah, he's really happy, and one of our horses, Dexter, um, they're best friends. Oh, oh, that's awesome. Does Cash like t- to eat treats? Yeah, um, but we try not to mouth, um, to hand feed him because we don't want him to get a um, mouthy. That's a very good idea, good strategy. Thank so, you. So tell me, sweetheart, t- why did you want to enter this contest? Well, um... Like I said in my essay, my mom has two Morgans, and I really like how they move and how they have a special bond with my mom. And so I thought that would be so cool if I had a bond with a Morgan like she does. And do you have do you do you have that bond with Cash? Yes. Like if you... I go out in the field and I um, call to him, he canters right up to me. Oh. <gasps> and does he like to be groomed and and petted? Yeah, very much so. And now, have you had a chance to ride him much? Uh, actually, we're going to train him to drive first. Um, so, And my mom thinks if his training goes nearly as well as it is now, I may be able to drive him by the fall. That's wonderful. Do you have any experience driving? Have you driven other horses or ponies before? Yes. Um, I at um, With one of my um, Shetland ponies, um, we did very good. We do very good at driving shows. Well, I think it's going to be very exciting. If if uh, Cash's training does go as well as you think it will, I bet you're going to have a lot of fun with him. Yeah, I do too. You must be so excited. Now, do you? what do your friends at school think about Cash and, and the fact that you won a contest? Well, um, one of my friends, Emily, she thinks it's so cool, and um, she has been over to my house and she um loves to play with him and stuff and he's really friendly to her and all of my friends that have met him i bet that's because he's very happy living with you yeah yeah good for you all right glenn what do you think would you I, like to enter a contest and win your own morgan i think i, I would. would you know i i think it's great so you, you what did you do for your contest what did you actually do well um first 
I wrote my essay as it was a newspaper article, and um, I had already won him, and then I got into those finalists, and then I had to make a video answering those questions, and so I was pretended I was on a TV show. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that's fantastic. Well, congratulations. We're so glad that you won and that, that you like your, your new horse. Yeah. And we'd love to hear... We'd love to hear about his, his training, Christy. So do you think that maybe sometime in the future, after you've had a chance to work with Cash a little bit, that you could come back on the show and tell us all about your adventures with him? Sure. <laughs> well, that'll be great. We're going to look forward to having you back. Julie, did you want to say anything? to? I was just going to ask Christy what suggestions she would have for other um, people that would like to enter the new essay contest. We just started a new one. And I wonder what suggestions she might have. Um, that um, just pretend that he's already yours and how much you'd love him and how you'd work with him and earn stuff um, to help um, with him and the other horses. Great advice. Absolutely. Great advice, kiddo. Boy, he is, what, is she in college a- or? Uh, oh, you said fourth grade. That's right. Fourth grade. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. Well, Christy, we appreciate you being on the show, and we'll have you back on again sometime, and you have fun with cash, okay? Okay. Thank you, Christy. Bye, Christy. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. I want that kid to come live with me. (laughs) I have to tell you guys, she is so adorable. You have to see the video. Uh, I definitely will. matter of fact, if I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes here. Oh, my gosh. I found the one of her getting cash. I just didn't find the other one. She is so cute. Oh, my goodness. And articulate. Oh, my (gasps) goodness. Yes. And you should see, when you watch the video, you'll see that not only did she have this whole vision of how this this TV radio show thing would play out and how she would handle her callers, but then she talked about this one caller says, they, they write, she says, someone wrote in and asked me, you know, my mom wants to do this with the Morgan, and I want to do this. I want a horse that my mom can do this, and I can do this, and my dad wants to do this. What kind of horse should I get? And so Christy goes into, you should get a Morgan because a Morgan can do all these things. And let me show you all this research that I've done. <laughs> and she, it's, just, it's just priceless. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah. she, obviously, you can tell a lot about her parents. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just yeah, it makes you so excited that this little kid and this family brought you know one. It just it fits. I, didn't you love her answer? You just imagine she's yours. That's right out of psychology books. Uh, well, and it, was, she, it was it was just so cute when when we saw the video. We just all just fell in love with her, and she did a fabulous job on the whole thing. But following that, after she had won, she sent us videos like the one of getting cash to show how it had gone. And it's also been really cute because her mother contacted me and said, we're so excited about this. She can be your poster child for the essay contest. <laughs> I said, perfect. That's awesome. And you said the new contest is going on now, and they can find that at your website? They can. And what's your website again? It's www.morganhorse.com. No, that's easy enough, just morganhorse.com. Okay. All right, well, we need to take a quick break till we get, uh, get to our next guest, who is also... Uh, a little bit older, but part of your team at Morgan program and, and just got back uh, recently from a trip to South Africa. So we, we need to ask about that. But first, we need to just spend a moment with our friends at Equestrian Collections. 
Equestrian Collections brings the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Every day, the site is calibrated to show you all the products that each major equestrian brand has available for you to buy that particular day. On any given day, they have over $100 million of products for you to choose from. They know that riding takes up a lot of your time, so they are open 24-7, and their advanced technology allows you to find exactly what you need on the website and to check out in as little as seven minutes. You know, I know they are thrilled to be part of the Horse Radio Network, and they have a complete line of clothing and tack for all types of riders at equestriancollections.com. They are just really good people over there who care about their customers. They did something, actually one of the coolest things, and I've not seen it anywhere else. My birthday is coming up, and today in my email, I got a $10 coupon to use on any amount purchased for my birthday. So I can buy anything I want, use the $10 coupon, and it's just that simple. I have to say that I felt special, and I, I, you know, I just loved that whole email. It was great. Equestrian Collections goes above and beyond to be your equestrian store of choice. Visit Equestrian Collections at equestriancollections.com. All right, Julie, our next guest is part of Team Morgan. Tell us about Team Morgan and our guest, Bryn Cummings. Well, in 2008, the American Morgan Horse Association Board of Directors and the Educational Charitable Trust, which they also oversee, decided to undertake a new project called Team Morgan. Team Morgan is our multidiscipline international competition team. Um, we have an application process, and our first competition was a saddle seat competition. We had a junior saddle seat team from South Africa that came last spring and fall to compete um, here in the U.S. at the Massachusetts Morgan Horse Show, and they reciprocated by having our team visit with them recently in Middleburg, South Africa. Wow. Now, how many people are on the team? each team? Um, the team this time consisted of seven riders. We sent a coach, an assistant coach, and a business manager. So we sent wow. 10 total. Yeah. And That's we no small task, shipping all those no, it, people and horses. No, it was not at all. It was stuff. not an easy task. And the girls were so nervous because it turned out this particular team was all girls, and the girls were so nervous because they had to fit in their saddle suits, they had to get their saddles there, they had all of their caboodle boxes, you know, all the paraphernalia that you need to go to show yeah. to South Africa. Wow, I want to imagine they're getting the horses them. over there and the gear and <laughs> and yeah, wow, good for them. And now, what's the uh, are these youngsters? Are they the young riders? Or are they typically grown ups? Um, the age range for applicants is 14 to 21. Okay. And in, so I'm clear, in, the, in each of these cases, the team goes and they ride horses that are provided by the host team. Oh, so oh, oh. They're following World Cup rules. They've never seen these horses before. They draw randomly out of the hat for which horse they get. They get two draws, so each child gets, or each youth person gets to ride two times, and they ride two different horses, and it's all luck of the draw. You might wow. get a great horse, you might get a not-so-good horse. Right. Wow, which really makes it more difficult, and you really have to know more about what you're doing. You can't just skate on your horse's abilities. I yeah. love that concept, though. I think yeah. that's so great for the experience. And I know I mean, that's I've... why Pony Club does that in some of their ratings is because, you know, you, you can skate on a horse. If your horse knows it and, and becomes push-button, uh, it's just harder. You can't skate on somebody else's horse. No, right. and they know. The minute you sit down on their back, they know they got your number. Yeah. And especially and a, a breed as smart as the Morgans. I well, mean, let's get let's get Bryn in on this conversation. Let's get her on the okay. phone here. 
And I was going to mention to you the slogan for our team is sportsmanship, showmanship, and horsemanship. Ooh. The three ships. The three ships. Well, hi, Bryn. I We thank you for being on the Stable Scoop show with us today to talk about Morgans here. And, you know, I know you've been riding since the age of three. When did you first start with Morgans? I started with Morgans when I was about seven. Um, we switched from a quarter horse and jumping barn to a uh, Morgan farm, and I fell in love right then. So what do you like about Morgans? What do I like about Morgans? Um, they're very versatile. You can do saddle seat western, jumping, whatever you would like. They're very family-oriented. They're calm-headed. They're beautiful, very typey, um, great personalities. Everything. <laughs> but now Morgans do tend to not be real tall, correct? Um, I'd say on average they're about fifteen two, fifteen three, but there are some tall ones. Okay. And now you competed at twice, I guess, at the Morgan Grand Nationals, right? Yeah. And were you doing saddle seat at that point or Yeah, saddle seat equitation. Okay. And is that where you were noticed as a candidate for Team Morgan then? Um, yeah, so how I got onto Team Oregon, um, I placed in the top 10 both years of um, competing in the Grand Nationals, and then I was invited to apply through my performance at the Grand Nationals. And were you excited to apply? Yes. <laughs> when I got the letter in the mail, I freaked out. I called my trainers, and I told my mom, and I was all excited running around the house. It was funny. <laughs> so you must have been doubly excited when you actually found out you d- you did get in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> now, Bryn, you're, are, you, are you from the Connecticut area? Yeah, you from, I am. And it, are Morgans pretty popular by you, or do you find yourself in the minority? Um, I, the Morgan farm that I started at is 15 minutes away from my house. And, um, the person who owns that is John Bennett. And he actually works up at the University of Connecticut as the head of the Morgan breeding program there. Mm -hmm. So Connecticut has a whole Morgan program in their university. And there are tons of Morgan farms right in my area, right in Woodstock, Connecticut and Putnam. So it's pretty common. And how many do you have of your own? I have two. Okay. So tell us about your Morgans. There goes my headset. Um, I have... Well, Helena falls off her chair. You <laughs> saw this enthusiasm. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, she got so excited you just blew her right off her chair. I know. All right. I have um, Portrait in Red, whom I call Redford, which everybody says, oh, is it Robert Redford? And I can't take credit for naming him, but... Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had him since I was nine. He was a present for Christmas. I didn't even know about him. Um, prior to that, I was leasing my current best friend's horse when she was four, and I was six, I think. And um, when I got Redford, he was the love of my life. He still is. I still have him. And he's a classic Morgan, so um, I competed in classic pleasure and classic equitation with him. And then when I was 16... I got, or no, 15, I got a new horse. I got an English Pleasure gelding named Silverheel Cimarron, whom was really cool. I loved him to death. Um, when I moved Barnes up to New Hampshire, we decided to get a more challenging horse with a little more get-up-and-go for my senior years of equitation. So I got HVK Latin Wild, and he is a park gelding, um, so he's really flashy and fancy. And he is quite the personality. He's very outgoing and free-spirited, and I just love him to death. He you know, this, engine um, on him. 
I'm listening to these different descriptions, and Julie, you you might be able to weigh in here a little bit. Um, you've you've mentioned a classic Morgan, an English pleasure Morgan, and now a park gelding. What's how does that work? Those naming conventions are they? Is it a type? Is it a you know? I pictured the classic to have a license plate on their butt that said classic. <laughs> like a classic car? <laughs> it's not the age that makes them a classic, I guess. Tell no, us a little bit about that, because it sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, um, and Bryn, I'll let you help me with that. But there are really okay. sort of three, three levels of description. Um, our classic horses are the ones that have a very um, even temperament. They go very smoothly in the ring, and they have a nice trot, but it's not a very animated trot. Uh, the next level up is English Pleasure. That's basically a Morgan that has a little more attitude, a little more get up and go, and a little more animated trot. And then a park horse is at the top of the scale, and they are very animated with a big trot and a big step and a lot of attitude. Oh, so they're the ones yeah. that are nuts. They're the crazy the ones. ones. <laughs> no, and that's crazy. the one. Enthusiastic one, enthusiastic. <laughs> and that's the one Brian wanted. <laughs> so, so can. Can um, a breeder actually breed for these different, these three different types? Can you produce a, a classic horse, or do you sort of type them once they come out? Well, that's a really tough question to answer because there are breeders who have bred enough and have enough background and no different combinations um, of dams and sires that they can get pretty close to breeding for what you know for a particular style that they're going for. But, right. you know, genetics being what they are, nature being what it is, doesn't always work out perfectly. So you could you could breed two park horses and end up with a western horse. You just so, never know. Okay, so let's say, this is just, you know, hypothetically, let's say there's a woman out there who's looking for a new horse and she's considering Morgans at this point. Hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. Right. That's and, like um, saying your sister. Uh, my sister. My friend. <laughs> so... If someone were to be looking for a tip, um, a horse that they, um, a Morgan that they want to do a certain job, like trail riding or driving, or would you say, I'm, when, as you're putting it out there to the world, I'm looking for a classic type Morgan or I'm looking for a park type Morgan, would you use those terms in, in your search? Some people would, but others okay. might be more inclined to describe what purpose they're going to use the horse for. I would like okay. to show, and I'd like to show in this division. Or I'd like to trail ride. I just want a horse that I can enjoy. And okay. you would get different responses for different ways you describe the way you might want to use the horse. Okay. All right. Well, I got to go. I got, yeah. I got some shopping to do. <laughs> so, Brian, tell us. Well, a... I have a nice park horse if you're interested. Oh, there you go, Helena. And she's not too far from you. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Helena. So t tell us about your trip to South Africa. That must have been so cool. It was. It was very fun. Uh, what would you like to know? <laughs> well, for, what, what did you do exactly? What did you do when you were over there? Um, well, we had an opportunity to tour South Africa. We went to an agricultural college. We um, went on a um, Did you go on a safari? Safari. Oh. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of elephants. Babies really? Babies and fam. Oh, yeah. Hundreds. That's not an exaggeration. Um, so we got to see the whole um, country, and then we also competed. We competed on two days with the boa paired team. Um, and so we had one day where we practiced. We had about 15 minutes on our horses. And then the following two days, we competed on two different sets that we had practiced on. 
And how'd you do? Um, the United States got second. We won the real work, um, and then we fell a little bit behind on our pattern work, but we did very well. It was a really good time. Did you make friends uh, with, with some of the – there was a, a comparable team from South Africa, right? Right, yeah. We, I love those people to death. They were so hospitable. Um, just, they welcomed us into our homes. They invited us to ride their horses because the team actually owned both the horses that they rode. Mm-hmm. So they gave us pointers about how to ride their horses, and they were just so friendly. We left the competition inside the ring. And I talked to them on Facebook. I'm friends with all of them, the ones that came to the United States, the ones that we met in South Africa. So we stayed in touch all the time, actually. What did you think was the most surprising thing about – what surprised you the most about um, your South African peers? Um, Let's see. But they get to live there. <laughs> that surprised me. It's funny. One of my friends from South Africa, her Facebook status, Facebook is huge these days. She said, um, laying in the Nam- Namibian sun. <laughs> and I, t- I wrote on her wall, and I said, I'm so jealous that you get to see that. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I told her that, and she says, oh, I know. And she said, I'm coming to the United States. I'm going to be on the team that's competing this year. And I said, oh, I'd love to come visit you, and blah, blah, blah. But um, it's just a beautiful country. They have everything from, I mean, deserts to the ocean, just everything. It was just beautiful. So now, I really loved it there. Go ahead, Helena. So more, I mean, clearly Morgans here in the United States have a special place in our heart. I mean, they're they're really an, an American horse. Um, how how did Morgans come to be? so popular in South Africa or how, what's their popularity like in other countries? And this may be more for, for Julie, but you know, Bryn, you can weigh in too. Well, sure. Um, oh, I was going to say Morgans, Morgans are very popular in Europe. Um, they're used widely there for driving and dressage and for a number of other purposes. Um, when the team traveled to South Africa, they did not actually have Morgans in South Africa that they competed on. They actually competed on Bopards. Um, oh, is, is that a, right? A different breed of horse that is native to South Africa. Yeah. Um, and so it takes a lot of, I'm really impressed with Brynn and all of her teammates because their riding ability has to be um, universal. You have to be able to ride whatever you, you, you're you put on. They could have given them a camel and Brynn and them would have, you know, won the real work. <laughs> um, but, um, but that's one of the challenges. The team that came here last year, and we have another team coming um, this um, September, to compete at our Jubilee show. Um, they've never seen a Morgan before, so they're, this is kind of an ambassadorship program. They're learning more mm-hmm. about our breed. They're learning more um, about um, and teamwork and all the things that go along with that um, and beginning to develop an appreciation for our breed. Definitely. Mm-hmm. When yeah. we went there, um, Cindy Monier, who is our president, she was our coach, and she brought our judging standard videos, and we um, set it up in the... Uh, conference room at the horse show and they got to see it and people were coming from all over the showgrounds just to watch and they were fascinated by our breed and they were just saying how beautiful it was and they couldn't believe they didn't have it and they wanted one. (laughs) It was just really cool to watch them. They took all the pins and the pencils and everything. They loved it. And I was so, I don't know, excited to see that. Well, they have never even heard of it before. Well, that's great. You know what? Well, congratulations for being on the team. Now, do you stay on the team, or was that a once-and-done thing and now on to other stuff? Um, well, I believe that they 
um, since most of us, there was only one girl who hasn't been on the team twice. I do believe that it's open to new riders now because okay. we've had the opportunity to do this twice, and we need to share. So, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> Well, congratulations so many- again, and we certainly appreciate you coming on here and, and telling us a little bit about your experiences, and we wish you the best of luck uh, with your Thank horses. Thank you so much for having me. No problem, and, and good luck with your horses and in your show season. Thank you. All right, Bryn, thanks very much. Take thanks, care. Bryn. Oh, what a love. Yeah, you I was going to say, now, I don't know if, if the, our horses or us, you know, how they say uh, owners and their, their pets are somewhat similar. Yeah. So you can imagine, we're all so enthusiastic. Our horses are so enthusiastic. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I, we're definitely getting that impression, and, and we're very impressed with the guests that you've chosen for today so far. Uh, she was great also. She obviously so excited. But honestly, the enthusiasm is infectious. It's hard to be passionate about something that doesn't naturally incite that passion, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, wait, this horse must be really special because these people are just over the top about them. So let me get in there and see what this is all about. Because well, honestly, I think the myth or, or the myths or stereotypes that I've heard about Morgans have really steered me away from them. And that's kind of something I wanted to, um, and we can talk to Donna too about this, but if you could say, Julie, what, you know, these are the myths I hear about Morgans and they're just absolutely not true. What would you, you know, what would you say to that? The first thing that comes to my mind, Helena, is that a lot of people think Morgans are small, which means that they have limited disciplines that they can show in, or they're not very competitive in certain ways. Um, and that's totally not true. Um, as Bryn described, Morgans are between 15, 15 and a half hands, generally speaking, but we have just like, you know, people, family members, we have tall ones and short ones, and we have different, uh, Morgans are traditionally black or bay, dark colored, but over the years, we've, we've brought in a number of different colors of uh, Morgans, and we have some beautiful, colorful Morgans, um, and so there's something there for everyone with this breed. Okay. Well, let's get Donna on here. Now, Donna takes us a little bit to the other end of the spectrum. Uh, As I understand from what you said, and you can tell us a little about her here, that she didn't actually start till she retired. Yes. So this is at the other end from from our previous guests here. Yes, and I'll just share with you guys kind of the target demographic for most um, Morgan horse owners and and, and actually a lot of, uh, of equine lovers are women, predominantly 90% or, or so are women. Um, they start young. They keep that passion and that zeal for the horse over time. They may wax or wane, give them their careers or their circumstances, but they come back. Or the opposite extreme, which Donna's a great example of someone who didn't get to do this when they were younger, and now that they've reached a certain age or at a certain income level or whatever their personal circumstances are, hey, this is something I've always wanted to do, and they get in it, and they're loving it. All right, well, let's get Donna on here. That's good to know, because I want to be 90 and riding. (laughs) And if it's Donna Morgan, all the better. Well, if Sally Swift is any indication, you have a good chance. So, Julie, obviously competitive driving is big with Morgans. Tell us a little bit about um, our guest, Donna Crookston. Well, I'm just really pleased that Donna was available to join us today. Um, she's a very accomplished driver, and she most recently came back from a trip to Poland where she was very competitive. So I'll let her tell you a little bit about her background herself. Okay. Welcome, Donna. Hi. How are you? 
We're all great. We're glad to have you. Thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show today. Oh, no problem. Tell us a little bit about, um, well, we want to hear about you first. You're sort of a late starter to the competitive driving thing, having started um, in, what, 2002. But that was after you retired. Um, Had you driven before that? And and what prompted your, your foray into competitive driving? Um, no, I had not driven before that. I've been uh, riding for like 51 years, um, but I I was uh, doing a lot of three-day eventing, and I went to um, Fair Hill to watch the three-day eventing and the combined driving was going on there. Yeah. So I was very impressed and decided that that would be something I'd really like to do someday. But, you know, with a job, it's very hard to keep several horses going so i decided that that was going to have to be on the back burner till i retired right so that's what i did i i uh you know cuz i was doing a lot of hunting and eventing and i could only keep one horse going with the job so after i retired then i got into the driving as well and it's just great fun and what made you select a morgan well, the Morgan uh, was my second driving horse. My first driving horse uh, was a Dutch Gelderlander, and I still have him. Um, but I, I got into uh, the Morgan breed just basically by accident, I guess, because I was shopping for the next horse, and um, I answered an ad that Enos Yoder had in the Carriage Horse Journal, and he was selling Morgans at the time, and he had um, a very nice uh, horse. Well, he tried to sell me a young horse first, and I said, you know, I'm an old lady. I don't have time. <laughs> I've got to keep this show moving. So he had um, he had Cowboy, who at that time was eight, I believe, and um, he said that he was going to make a video of the horse and um, send it out. And I thought, oh, yeah, right, you know. So he he did. He made a video, and he sent me this video, and I was very, very impressed. And, um, you know, I, I said I'd really like to buy him, and he had him consigned at the Harrisburg uh, sale, at the Mid-Atlantic sale. And so I had to... Uh, go out to Harrisburg and buy the horse, even though the horse had been trucked from Iowa. Um, <laughs> and, of course, Cowboy's a registered Morgan, and um, he's just phenomenal. He really is. Well, and we should say that with Cowboy, you were able to, uh, in 2007, I believe, win the Combined Driving National Single Horse of the Year Championship. Wow. So this is not just, uh, you know, your average run-of-the-mill uh, Morgan uh, Cowboy here. Oh no no he's 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 actually won the Yusuf Hadi Award the year end award both in '07 and '08 and um and he uh, won the Open Competition Award for uh, the Morgan Horse Association in '07 and '08 as well um, and of course he went to the World Championships last year so. He's no slouch. <laughs> so having been involved with horses for such a long time, what have you learned from? from your Morgan experience, your, from Cowboy, or from now being a Morgan owner? Oh, uh, you know, I, I just think the Morgan horses are, are great. Um, 
particularly, you know, this this line of Morgan, he's he's from what I understand because I'm not a Morgan breeder by any means, but he's a an old style Morgan they they call him and and um he's really got his head screwed on straight. He's he's super. Just super. So you you drive singles, right? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So, so is there any uh do you do you ever want to get into pairs or or greater? Oh, I would <laughs> I I wouldn't get into greater, I don't think, than pairs, because it just takes, you know, an, an army to uh, to to get those four in hand teams around. But, right. Um, I I really wouldn't mind getting into pairs someday. Um, right now, I'm kind of aiming for Italy next year for the singles championships again, and. Um, you know, someday I would like to go ahead and, and do pairs. I think it would be fun. Well, now you're doing combined driving. What do you see as the difference between your eventing days, you know, as a as a really a three-phase eventer, and, and combined driving? What, what Obviously, you, you know, we know about the sitting behind in the carriage thing, but what do you really see as the differences? Well, the um, there's quite a number of similarities, actually, um the dressage phase is is really um a lot of fun in fact i enjoy driving dress driven dressage better than i did ridden dressage okay so that made you a um, typical eventer get through dressage to get to cross country <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah get to cross country in the stadium but um you know the driven dressage is 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 really quite fun and and again very challenging because you're not sitting on on the horse so uh it's it's really quite fun and our test f e i test nine is is a very challenging uh test it's it's just a continual work in progress um, the marathon phase where we do the hazards and things um that's quite similar in that you have to have a really good conditioning program um, going on, which I'm, you know, very familiar with because I did a lot of conditioning for eventing. Well, and let, I let do, me, uh, let, let, you're understating that. You know, I, I absolutely, I would watch, and I went to those Fairhill shows too because we live near there and we go down every year. And I think it's a shame now that they, I think that they don't do the carriages anymore uh, during that show. But, you know, I absolutely loved watching the carriages do cross country. There's nothing more exciting than that. You think it's exciting watching the riders. There's nothing more exciting than seeing those carriages crash through obstacles <laughs> at 90 I love miles an we hour. Crash through obstacles. Well, yeah, they do crash some crashing. <laughs> I've seen that. I actually saw a, a carriage driving competition at Groton House one year and was absolutely amazed at the. I thought about the conditioning and the training that goes behind getting through some of those hazards. I can't imagine, you know, how long does it take for you to take a horse from, um, you know, a green horse up through that kind of, that level of, of training and competition? <laughs> you know, well, is it... Well, cow, Cowboy was, um, let's see, in 2005, he went training and preliminary, and then in 2006, I did an intermediate and I moved him up to advanced and I worked for two and a half years at the advanced level before we went to Poland. 
So, you know, you've, you've got at least four years, I think, and you can be driving advanced and still working on it. I mean, you know, this is a, this is a work in progress, this whole thing. But it's it's um it's at least four years to get the horse going well, in my opinion. And that's interesting because that's the same thing we've interviewed on the eventing radio show. We've interviewed many of the top eventers, and we've asked that question before of of the uh, eventers, and they they also said three to four years to get to that level with the horse. Yeah. And depending yeah. on the horse, it obviously a lot depends on the horse and all of that too. Right. Exactly, because a lot of horses take to it better than others. Um, you know, my my horse has a, a very good mind, and you know he's he's not easily frazzled. And some of the some of the horses that are kind of a little more high strung, um, they can get themselves into into bigger trouble um, just because you know it's moving pretty quickly. So you, you know, that, that's why Cowboy's such a he's a great horse to uh, to do combined driving with because he's he's really very very steady and very you know very good. Well, I'd say that uh, you also, having started after you retired, obviously you had been riding for a long time. But would you say that driving is is something that you would recommend for people who are a little bit older and who who either want to get into horses or been in horses, but don't find riding so comfortable anymore? Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I think, I think it's a, it's a great sport. And, um, you know, the, actually the horses are, I, I consider driving horses very reasonably priced compared to a lot of our other sports now, you know, the dressage and, and the three-day event horses and the show jumpers are all very expensive. And with this sport, I mean, you know, I, I don't think the horses are that much. And quite frankly, you can teach practically any any horse to to drive. A lot of horses can't, but, you know, a lot of horses are certainly willing. And the carriages, I mean, you can spend as much on a carriage as you want to. You can have an Amish-made carriage for a couple thousand dollars and, you know, really get into it pretty reasonably. Yeah, you, and yeah, then, yeah. you I know, used... you're you're not sitting on the back of a horse and having to worry about the balance issues right. that you do, um, you know, when it, whenever you're riding. Well, that's but great. Yeah, it's, it's, a great, it's a great sport. I'd, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. We, we don't... Yeah, it's too bad we don't have any as many juniors. We're looking for. There are some younger people competing, um, but but I think the the majority of the sport now are older um, folks. You know, who who the riding is not quite as comfortable as it used to be, or whatever. Mm. Um, I have hope, Helena. Have See, there's hope for me yet. There, of course there's hope. <laughs> no, I love driving. It's one of the things that I've, I've done. I've only ever done it pleasure driving and, and had just had a blast. We used to belong to a driving club and go out every weekend, and it was just a lot of fun. And, and uh, I would like to get into competing at some point down the line here. But, well, uh, you got to get back in a carriage. I know. I do have to get back in a carriage. It's very cool. And I live right here in Kentucky. I mean, right in Lexington. So No excuses. And oh, after the show... Even I'm thinking about driving. 
Did you go to the um, combined driving classic in October? Yes, we were there. Yes. There? Yep, we were there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I showed down there last year. That's yeah, where I saw those carriages are nuts. I mean, some of those forehands going through those obstacles, that's just at 90 miles an hour. That's just craziness. And yeah, it's so funny because yeah. my wife said, like you, she's an inventor. She was a rider and, and, a, and a hunter. And she uh, she would not go in the cart with me. She said, you're nuts. I'm not doing it. It's too dangerous. So, <laughs> so, here she's broken every bone in her body at least once, and she wouldn't go in the cart with me. She wouldn't so, go in the cart. any day. <laughs> well, Donna, yeah. we have to get out of here. We thank you so much for coming on the show with us today and for Julie for inviting you. And, and it's just been a pleasure to speak with you. And at some point here, we're going to do a show just on driving, and maybe we can have you back and have more time to talk. Oh, that would that would be wonderful, and um, I I did just buy um, another Morgan. I, I wanted to tell you I was so pleased with you know with Cowboy that I bought. Um, I did buy another Morgan, and I'm bringing him along. So, um, and he is absolutely green. So I'll give you a better handle on how long it takes to make them. All right, we'll call you in four years, okay? <laughs> Glenn, I was going to tell you that Morgan horses are kind of like potato chips. You can't have just one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. All right, great. Thanks, All Donna. Right. Okay, Thanks, you're Donna. welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, Julie, you picked some great guests for us today. That was wonderful. And it was a little bit of a, a diverse group, too, which which was absolutely wonderful. Well, I oh, I am so ready to go out and look for a Morgan. <laughs> well, good. We look forward to having you join us. <laughs> <laughs> Just what I need, something else to put me over the top, Glenn, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. Jeez. Helena, yeah. after every show, she wants whatever we're talking about. I know. <laughs> well, well, I listened to a couple of the segments that you had um, the other day, and I have to say that I'm certain that my husband could empathize with the one that you had regarding horse husband oh you listened to the horse <laughs> husband show <laughs> that was with greg tryon the inventor's husband well we're gonna do another one next year so let, we'll tell him if he wants to join us he's more than welcome and you know what yeah. helena i'll get to meet uh, greg he'll be in here for rolex so uh we'll we'll, uh, we'll get to meet him uh next week all right and maybe we can convince amy to come on the uh the wives show well, I'll tell you what, Julie, this has been great. Hold on here for one minute. We thank you so much for, for joining us today and for putting all the work in you did to these guests. We want to have you say again the website address is? www.morganhorse.com. And remember that the Morgan horse is the horse that chooses you. Well, Ooh. there we go. And all right, great. And we encourage everybody to stop by the Morgan Horse website. If you've had pre pre uh, conceptions about Morgans before, hopefully we were able to change a few of them today. Uh, and you know, I, I do know a lot of people with Morgans because of driving, and they've always been great. Uh, it's just they're just neat horses, and and we encourage everybody to check them out. We also wanted to mention we have a couple other shows on the Horse Radio Network. One is the eventing radio show, which we've mentioned. This week we had on German eventer Bettina Hoy, who is making her way. She was leaving, actually, about to go to the airport to fly over here for Rolex. And we also had uh, Britons uh, from the U.K. We had William Fox Pitt on with us, who also talked to us about his prospects here for Rolex. And he is on his way right now, got his horses off. So we talked to the both of them, and we're only one week away from Rolex. We also wanted to mention that we're doing extensive coverage of Rolex this year. Helena, we're doing three different things. We're actually doing daily audio podcasts at eventingradio.com. 
Okay. We're also working with the United States Eventing Association, and they are doing video every day of uh, around the grounds there. And then they're also videotaping the press conferences, and they're videotaping uh, Chris and I's end-of-the-day wrap-up show. So we're going to have that as video every night. And then also we're doing live coverage uh, with something called, it's a new technology called Cover It Live. It's actually a new sort of like rolling uh, forum or blog. And we have somebody that uh, is an ex-eventer that's actually going to be providing play-by-play coverage in this rolling forum or blog that people can actually, from home, sit and watch her descriptions about what's going on. And we can, in, we can actually embed pictures and YouTube videos. And also, we can Twitter uh, from the grounds. Chris and I can Twitter from the grounds, and, and people at home can see our comments pop in there. And it's just really cool. And we'll be doing that live every day, all day while the competition is going on. And they can see that at our website at Eventing Radio as well. You know, and I have to mention one more thing because this is coming from, you know, Stable Scoop. I'm proud of our quote unquote sister show. Um, Eventing Radio Show is actually featured on the U.S. Eventing website's homepage. Um, And the blue panel on the left, there's a link to the current um, Eventing Radio episode. So if you happen to be on um, the U.S. Eventing Association's website, take a look for the current episode. I, I think that's that's great progress, Glenn. Good well, job. Well, it is. And actually, if you go to the Rolex site, they have us on the homepage, too, on the Rolex site mm, uh, for I the did. show. So we were, we were very happy that they did that as well. So we're providing all kinds of coverage. Please check it out at eventingradio.com. And next week, Helena, uh, what do we have on tap for next week? Oh, boy. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Do we I have told a, you this last week. You, I only know what's happening right in front. I don't even know <laughs> what I'm going to eat for dinner. Okay? I think. Do we have a veterinarian coming on next week? We did. Well, we were supposed to, and um, hopefully that's still the case. Yes. Okay. We're going to be talking about. We're going to be featuring our Ask the Vet episode, uh, where we take some listener questions and uh, we present them to the uh, in-house veterinarian of the week, and um, we'll. Get some of your basic health and preventative health questions answered, and um, hopefully we'll all learn a little something. All right. That's great. You can find our show notes, all the links from today to uh, the various Morgan places at StableScoop.com. You'll find our show notes. You can send us an email at geeks at horseradionetwork.com or a voicemail at 270-803-0025. Thank you, Julie, for joining us. Thank you. And thanks to our sponsor, Equestrian Collections. Uh, They're your store for anything you want. Stop by equestriancollections.com. Well, Helena, we will see you again next week on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. We will be back with the scoop.